All right. Back at it again. Rambling Back with the homies, it. episode three. We in here, episode three. Episode three. three. Uh, before we start off anything, I uh, just want to say, uh, after we recorded the second episode, I officially got us on the Apple podcast. Uh, so big round of applause for me. Thank you. Um, yeah, so you can catch us on Apple Podcasts. I'm working on Spotify. If anyone wants to listen to it on Spotify, we'll get that taken care of. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess we'll go into everyone's weekends. How was uh? How were you guys' weekends? You can go ahead, JD. Oh man, what did I do? Uh, got to play ball with my man Langston, man. Uh, yes, sir. Got invited with one of our uh, old friends from middle school, Fernando, man. Uh, got to play some ball with some uh, old friends, man. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, then got to see the family on Sunday, you know. But uh, got to watch some good basketball weekend. Real tough basketball, but a solid weekend. Definitely. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was able to. I wasn't able to attend that hoop session, but I was able to. I had something going on, so. Uh, JD and Langston know this a little bit, but I've been working with Special Olympics when I've been at University of Louisville. So I've actually been lucky enough to be selected to a team that's going to the uh, the USA Games in Orlando over the summer. So we had a scrimmage this weekend that went pretty well uh, at Louisville. And it's been really fun working with those athletes and just gelling together to see how good we're going to do. We also just got something that's going to be a really cool experience that I'll probably talk about in the go into more detail next podcast. but. We're gonna get to attend. Uh, we're gonna get to play at Xavier's actual arena. We're gonna do a scrimmage there against the Ohio State team that's going down to the USA game. So it'll be a really cool practice and a good experience for the athletes to play on that on the real ninety-four foot court and everything that that's they have. So that'll be really cool. Mm-hmm. So with like Special Olympics, I've never really like watched it or like participated uh, in anything. I know uh, Kentucky usually. As a high school track Special Olympics, uh, I think in the spring, um, never had the chance to get to see it while I was here in undergrad. Um, but do like the athletes take it like pretty competitively, or like like how do they do? They just have fun with it. Oh, so I was, for there are certain levels, there are different divisions of it. So there are some like I'd be a little bit more for fun and things like that. But like the level we play at, all our athletes are playing to win. Nice. Obviously, we are there to have yeah. fun, have a good time, but. They are all very competitive. Um, this will be my maybe my fifth or sixth year working with Special Olympics since I've been at Louisville. So like I've been we've been to two national tournaments like in twenty sixteen, I think that was my sophomore year. We went up to Ohio State for um a nurse tournament. We ended up being placing we claim we were second. We lost a team from Toronto, so we say we're the national champions, and then we were the international runners up. Then we went to Wichita State, uh the next year, which is a decent experience. We met, got to play some new schools from like Oregon and things like that. And it was a really good time. We didn't do as well, but it was still yeah. fun. It sounds like so, a, it's been really, a fun experience. This is like something that not a lot of people get to do. Yeah. We're working on trying to enhance that program, especially with unified sports, which is basically when um, athletes like special Olympic athletes will partner up with like, people college students high school students anything like that just play different sports so like right now we've done unified basketball we've done like four five on five five on five leagues with them we've done a 4v4 league that we partnered with the women's university of women's basketball team so we had some of the all the athletes um all the athletes and all the 
uh, women's basketball players, they all came out and then they were some of our coaches and had a big event that day. And then we've had like bocce ball, human foosball, a lot of different things. We try to do a really good partnership with them and it's been really fun That's for us. That's pretty sweet. Um, how many, do you know how many uh, universities in, in Kentucky that do Special Olympics type stuff? Because at least from my perspective, from everything that I've heard or seen, mm-hmm. like I haven't really seen anything with University of Kentucky to do it. Um, but that's yeah. just me probably not knowing, or if they don't have one, then I don't know about it. We're, I think, just off my memory for sure, I think we're the main one that does that does a lot of the stuff with Special Olympics right now and partners mm-hmm. with them. I know UK, they looked at what we did a few years ago, and they're starting to try to implement like some of those programs that we do and partner, because we just had a couple of weeks ago, maybe, maybe a little longer than that, we had a showcase where some... Uh, Special Olympic athletes are from like the Lexington area. Some UK partners came up, and we had another scrimmage against them that helped that prepare us for like the USA games that we're gonna go down to in June. Nice, yeah, definitely. When you go down there, you have to uh, take some videos, and we'll have to post it mm-hmm. on. Hopefully, by then we have a good social media up and running. Um, in the works right. of that, but that'd be cool. Yep. Um, I guess on on my end for the weekend. Uh, obviously, I got to go hoot with JD on Saturday. Uh, tennis had a match on Friday against Vanderbilt. Unfortunately, uh, did not play that well. Um, but back at it again this weekend. Uh, then Sunday, I just kind of had lazy day. Just kind of took the day to myself. I usually don't have a lot of uh, days off, but I took that morning and early afternoon, just laid around the house and did nothing. So that was my weekend. I had fun. Still recovering from a. Uh, a two and a half hour basketball session on Saturday. <laughs> I haven't played basketball in forever, so my back was hurting today. Um, but maybe one day I'll get back into it uh, full time. What do you say, JD? Langston, where are y'all at the, uh, this weekend? Uh, we're at home, so we play Florida on Friday, and we play South Carolina on Sunday. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but speaking about basketball, uh, I know EJ's a big advocate for uh, women's NCAA basketball. He loves it. I mean, even you like WNBA. So tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. the tournament. Uh, I, I can speak for myself. I don't know what how JD does, but I don't uh, watch a lot of women's basketball. It, I think it's a lot more fun to watch in person, um, mm-hmm. especially when I have time to go. On TV, it's kind of like hard to watch because, one, they don't really show it as much um, and to uh it's just a different game like i like watching it in person a lot better um one it's kind of hard for me to watch basketball on tv just because how basketball is played nowadays men's and women's but uh yeah go ahead and tell us a little bit about the tournament it's been a really good tournament so far um right now we have one of the bigger upsets and one of the teams that went far we had creighton that ended up going all the way to elite eight and just barely missed out on beating i believe it was nc state to go the uh or let me see i'm trying to figure out they barely lost to nc state to go to the that would have sent them to the lead eight which is where the, all the games are going on right now right now tonight was a really good basketball night for the, um, the women's side yukon and nc state just went to they had a dover overtime game that came down to the wire with Paige buckets coming back and she was hot in the whole the whole second half it was great to watch Right now we got Michigan playing Louisville in a close game with about two minutes left. That's been really good. Like 
women's basketball is honestly it's, I enjoy watching it more some more than men sometimes just because it's you learn so much more. Like they're all fundamentally sound. They're so technical. They all just get. They all don't just win by athleticism like they do in the men's sports and things yeah. like that. And then like for me personally, I have fam. Like my older sisters played basketball. Then I have a cousin that played at UConn, went to the WNBA, won national championships and WNBA titles and things like that. So I've always tried to follow the game and been close to it. But it's probably been it's been a really good tournament so far. And if Louisville hopefully pulls out the W, the Final Four is going to be really good. Right now we have UConn and Stanford. That's going to be one of the matchups mm-hmm. on the other side. And South Carolina is waiting for this winner of the Louisville-Michigan game, which I'm, like I said, I'm hoping Louisville pulls through, which I think we yeah. can. I will say that I watched um, the women's SEC tournament to watch Kentucky basketball. Uh, I watched their mm-hmm. first game. I forgot who they played. I was like, okay, that's a good win. And then I watched every single game they played and just run the gauntlet. Um, unfortunately, I was working, so I didn't get to watch a South Carolina game. Um, but just the way like they were playing all tournament is really exciting. Obviously, rooting for Kentucky is one thing, but two is just like watching them play um, after they had a rough season, uh, pretty much in the regular mm-hmm. season, and just them just killing teams in the tournament and beating South Carolina was huge. I think that's our first. SEC title and I don't remember the exact. It's, it's, it's been a while, a um, yeah. but that was exciting and that kind of like rejuvenated like women's basketball for me. I was like, wow, maybe I should watch this more. Yeah. Add on that real quick as well. Um, uh, man, I just I love women's hoops just on the uh, basis of fundamentals. Like, obviously, they're not going to beat you with athleticism and um. It's it's obviously it's not it's not men's hoops, you know, but you know, just watching it, man, just the fundamental ways they play the uh play basketball, man. And my dad, he's a uh, well known referee, high school referee in the state of Kentucky right now. And growing up in my household, my my dad always had a uh, basketball on every night during basketball season. And if if uh the WNBA is on, he's watching that. If cop girls college hoops is on, he's watching that. So. Always growing up, I got the chance to, you know, just actually watch women's hoops. And it's just, you know, growing up in a basketball household, you're going to watch anything that deals with basketball. So, yeah. It's just a matter of making sure everybody knows it's out there. Exactly. I mean, all the NBA players, a lot of the high-profile people say the women's game is where you want to go to study the mm-hmm. game. It's that's where all the savants go, like, Chris Paul, I've really enjoyed seeing Chris Paul, the Phoenix Suns, support the Mercury and everything like that when they were uh, they, this past season. And it's just really nice to have teams that are like teams and pro teams and men and women that are in the same cities and show the support for each other. Cause I think, what was it? Um, who was the dude from the Kings that just got traded to the Pacers? Uh, yeah, Halliburton. Yeah. Because he put out, he said something, maybe it was a couple of weeks ago. He said, like, he's excited to be in a city that has a WNBA teams because he always he likes the league and be able to go to games now it's gonna be really cool and meet some of those players so that's just something like that we need more of that and hopefully people can watch it and get into it because those are still some of the best athletes mm-hmm. in the world right there for women's sports and as much as men say like oh i could take them one-on-one <laughs> you are completely wrong WNBA players even ncaa women's players they will they will beat you one-on-one very easy and it won't be mm-hmm. close i think 
Or I think uh, one thing that needs to change is one getting them on TV more. Um, I think a lot of the time the men like dominate them on like ESPN uh, and whatever CBS. I think uh, for college basketball, uh, I think at least for SEC, I know the women are kind of just only slated for the SEC network, which not everyone has. I don't know if they're on ESPN Plus. Uh, I'm sure they might be. Um, but I think that needs to change, especially with WNBA coming out. They're starting to get more. I think they got a new recently TV deal. Did they, EJ, with ESPN? I think they not like they they. I don't know if they got a TV deal. There there's something where it's supposed to be getting some more money yeah. into it. But I think they also this is gonna be the first year this uh, this year coming up where they have like the fantasy basketball for the WNBA. So they're introducing that yeah. this year. Oh yeah, which, I forgot about that. That'd be sweet. Um, I'm not one for fantasy basketball because you have to change your lineup every single day. And I even forget to do that for fantasy football. So <laughs> I, I will say this: uh, fantasy basketball right now. I'm actually in the championship right now. Really? Championship with my uh, with my guys from Moorhead, man. We uh, this is our second year doing it. Uh, I think we play for two hundred and fifty dollars. Winner winner gets two fifty. Uh, I think second place uh, gets nothing. So you don't have to pay. I think it's we pay fifty dollars to get in. Mm-hmm. So you um if so if you come in second you don't have to pay but winner gets two fifty. Uh, so do you, so sorry what were you saying? I won last year and right now I'm in the championship. I think I'm up uh three hundred tonight. I need to check uh the leaderboards, but uh I think nice. uh, our last day is Sunday. So if I if I keep it, you know, I'll, I'll be a two timer. So <laughs> so so do you guys pay beforehand or do you pay after? We we pay after, but it's bro. Oh, that's risky. Exactly what you said is it's exhausting, bro. Like you have to. My thing is, I set my lineups on Sunday and just go through each day. And it, it but um, what killed me this year? Um, I went like on a five game lose five week losing streak because of COVID. So it's like I had so many guys out. And like I have AD on my IR right now. He's been on my IR for like months. So it's like yeah. tough. Man, he's coming back next week. It's too late now. <laughs> I need to miss him. Laker Nation right yeah, here, Laker man. Nation, bro. Laker back. Nation. <laughs> You're not a Laker fan, right? <laughs> get out of here. Nah, but yeah, uh, I mean, maybe one day I'll get back into fantasy basketball. I'm just too lazy to change my lineups. Um, and the second thing I was going to say about women's basketball, uh, kind of like what you said, EJ, a lot of people say that women's basketball sucks. Um, if... People who say that obviously clearly have not watched women's basketball or have only limited to like random high school women's basketball games. Um, but mm-hmm. I highly encourage everyone to start watching women's basketball again, uh, like I did with the SEC tournament. It's actually really fun to watch, especially when you get uh, like a really good underdog team or even like just watching UConn, uh, Stanford, South Carolina, and even like Louisville play like really good basketball too. Honestly, just go to a game, man. Go into. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, a women's game, like the energy is always up. The bench is always into the game. They're always talking. Like I said, they don't have. They're not going to beat you with athleticism, but the fundamentals of the game. Talking, it's a high energy game, and that that's those are the best games to watch, honestly. Mm-hmm. Especially like from what I watched is um, seeing uh, Ryan Howard, who's a top three WNBA pick this year um, from Kentucky. She was, she's killer. And I know JD says that, like, they're not ki- going to kill you with athleticism. Some of those girls will. Some of those girls, like, yeah. impress me a lot. I'm like, wow. Like, there's no way I could go up against her or else I'm getting crossed over. You got girls in high school dunking now. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah. I mean, 
They have the girl from uh, Stanford that she dunks on like if she's on a fast break, she'll get a dunk. Yeah. She's dunked like I think once or twice in the tournament oh, already. Oh, off the backboard. Oh, my yeah, God. insane. The game's evolving and it's only getting better. Exactly. Uh, speaking of excitement, uh, as we're recording this, this is Monday Monday night. Um, so clearly everything has calmed down a little bit. But let's talk about uh, the Oscars last night between uh, Chris Rock and Will Smith. I know there's a lot hey, of different man, opinions that... going out there, so I'm just going to open the floor for you guys. So that smack her around the world, <laughs> man. I that that uh, that Will Smith and Chris Rock thing really broke the broke Twitter last really night. Really did. My Twitter was not loading forever. People were posting pictures mm-hmm. and gifs, and I couldn't even see them till like this morning. It was craziness. I had, it took me a minute to even figure out what was going on. We just got uh, one of our friends just texted us in our group chat. Hey, man, you see what's going on at the Oscars? We were all just trying to catch up. It's like, what's going on? We try to figure out. I was trying to figure out how to watch it. I, I didn't know. It was, oh, it was crazy. Shooting the promo. Because it, yeah. it looked right. like a WWE slap. You know? Like, yeah. Like yeah. he leaned into well, it to see Chris Rock. But I'm like, bro. Well, someone texted me this morning. They were like, hey, did you watch WWE SmackDown last night at the Oscars? I was like, well, one, SmackDown's on Fridays. Uh, two, I was like, yes, I did see it. Uh, I didn't watch it live. Like like EJ was saying, our friend uh, texted us in our group chat and was like, did you watch the Oscars? I'm like, I never watch the Oscars. I don't watch any of those award shows unless like something big is happening or someone's performing. But uh, yeah, I looked up on, as soon as he said that, I looked up on Twitter, was scrolling to find the video, and then instantly like me, EJ, uh, and then our buddy threw like all the videos in to uh, our uh, Twitter group chat, and we just like wow that really happened yeah i was like when it first happened i was like everybody was trying to figure out like was that real was that fake was it staged and then you saw that uh a response when they i think it was like the australian yeah, audio the in Japan. Version, yeah version started hearing that saying what will was saying like, oh but wait a second that that seemed real yeah. then seeing some of that behind the scenes stuff too i think like with that commercial right after that denzel and tyler Perry were talking mm-hmm. to him and will was crying and talking to jada a lot of stuff going on. I mean, I feel like I feel like both parties are sorting the wrong there. You know, Chris Rock didn't necessarily have to make that joke with something with Jada. Uh, dealing with, talking with her hair loss and things yeah. like that. Sorry if my stuff's going <laughs> off. Well, just once all my family's nice. texting me. Um, but yeah, like black women and with with how black women with their how important hair is and things like that and then hearing those jokes and her struggling with that hair loss that was just probably like the tipping point and then will it probably took him a moment to process what happened like he was laughing at the joke then he realized like wait a second he might have looked at jada and saw it really hurt her that could have just been like the final final feather on the on his back that broke it and he went up didn't handle it the way he should have but is what it is and we have a lot of good content and memes and pictures and gifts and uh everything so 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 i'll go go back and backtrack for those who uh are listening to the podcast and if you guys for some reason have not heard what was said basically uh chris rock was talking about uh jada and talking about how uh she would win best actress for if she uh something about reprising a role for gi jane 2 um then everyone starts laughing will starts laughing you can clearly see jade is not happy with it and then you see uh will smith walk up smack chris rock and chris rock's like oh wow and just like starts laughing he's like i just got smacked the heck out of by will smith and then will smith's like keep my wife's name out your effing mouth 
And Chris Rock replies with, oh, it's just G.I. Jane joke. Uh, like, take it easy. And he's like, no, keep my wife's name out your mouth. Um, and he's like, all right, it was just a joke. And then clearly it's a bunch of tension. Everything's really awkward. And cuts the commercial break. Um, but yeah, that's just want to backtrack on that. JD, what did you think? I feel like Will Smith could have handled that in a different manner. Um, definitely could have waited, uh, for a commercial break when, um, you know, when things are calming down where he can pull Chris Rock to the side, probably slap him in the back. I would have supported that instead of slapping him on on live TV. But one thing I did see with all these memes and all these tweets on Twitter, um, apparently, uh, Chris Rock did something just like this in 2016. I don't know. Yeah, was I was that looking point. that up before the before we recorded. Yeah, that was the uh, it was the year they, they boycotted because he didn't get nominated for best yeah. actor for the concussion yeah. movie. So it's like for for Chris for Chris Rock to lash out at, at them again, knowing they're sitting front row. Like like, come on, you already know there's bad tension there. I don't know what their relationship uh, was before it, but clearly you can see that. Will's probably been holding this aggression in for a while. And, you know, honestly, Will Smith being the idol that he is, he could have definitely handled that in a different manner. But uh, one thing I will say, and I'll, I'll pass it on to Langston, um, I did not like how Stephen A's uh, viewpoint on everything. On yeah. the what, did he, what did he say exactly? Because I read it this morning, but I forgot what he said. If you give me a second, I'll yeah. pull it up. Okay, can, JD, JD keep talking it. while uh, EJ is looking it up. Well, EJ was looking at, uh, um, I, I, I was just looking at little clips of what Stephen A posted and like just him lashing out at Will Smith and just trying to b- bring in black lives and how it's already hard enough that it's hard for us to have a, um, a minority host, host Oscars mm-hmm. at that. And then we actually get the chance to do it. Then you have two minorities on the stage doing something like that. So it's like, I understand where Stephen A is coming from, but like with your platform, and knowing that your voice speaks louder than our words will ever will, potentially. But for him to say that and for him just to lash out at Will Smith like that instead of just asking Will if he needs help. You know, everybody's trying to worry about yeah. Chris Rock. Chris Rock was out of pocket for what he said. I understand it's a it's a war show. Jokes, jokes are going to fly. But clearly you saw the joke didn't. It, it wasn't appropriate. So, yeah. Uh, so I have what he tweeted out like directly after it happened. I, I was having seen some like the videos that uh, JD said he saw, but like he said, it's Stephen A. Smith I said total BS by Will Smith. If his night is ruined because of this, he deserves it. The man has Denzel and Bradley Cooper trying to calm him down for what? A joke about his wife and GI Joe? Come on, the shit was embarrassing. A very very bad look. Love Will, but not after this BS. So like, I don't know. He in the moment. I don't really agree with that. You can you don't really know all the details. Obviously, you're just seeing what you saw on TV. But I don't. Know, I just don't think you should be tweeting stuff, something like that out immediately after that. We don't know what's going on. But I'll let yeah, you. I pass that over to definitely. you. Guys. So I got a few things. Um, one, I still think it's crazy that. I mean, obviously, it's a bunch of celebrities down there. But I think award shows like that are like one of the only few moments you you can just see anyone walk up on stage and just say something and do something. I mean, we've seen it now with Will Smith. Uh, obviously, the famous Kanye and Taylor Swift. Uh, I, I just thought that's crazy um, and a little bit funny. But uh, second of all, um, yeah, just talking about Will Smith laughing, and it's one thing for him to laugh 
uh, and then look over in Jada and see that she's obviously not okay with it. Uh, obviously, I don't think violence is always the answer. Uh, it made good content. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of news reporters are going to talk about it. Um, I've heard rumors that Chris Rock didn't know about it and didn't know about her condition. Don't know if that's true or not. I feel like if you're a celebrity, you probably know about it. I, for one, don't really keep up with celebrities that much unless it's sports figures, so I didn't really know about it. I didn't even understand the joke. Um, I didn't even know what he said at first until I read the comments, and uh, they said G.I. Jane. I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. A little bit out of pocket, but I think, like, Chris... I don't know if, like, Chris Rock, like, cares about other people's opinions or cares about going too far out of pocket. Um, I mean, we've seen people like Dave Chappelle not really care because Dave Chappelle... Um, but I did hear, uh, I was listening to one radio show that Chris Rock is going on tour this summer with Kevin Hart and that they feel like that's the next, the first 20 minutes of his comedian, uh, yeah, that comedian content, like that's just what he's going to use for the next, uh, tour. So I don't know if he was planning on that or just wanted to make a joke and went too far and kind of realized he went too far. I haven't heard anything if Chris Rock came out and said anything. Uh, I read before we recorded this that Will Smith apologized to Chris Rock. Uh, Last night he Mm -hmm. didn't, Oh, if I remember correctly, he didn't really apologize to Chris Rock while he accepted his award. He just apologized to like the Academy and everyone there. Um, One one person uh, brought out a good point. Sorry, J.D., you got something? No, just just off what you said, um, if... Our viewers, anytime, if y'all could just pull up that clip of uh, Will Smith's apology, it's like a five minute clip, man, where he just, he's not a, he, he apolog- he's apologizing, but he all, he also gets in very emotional about uh, the movie King Richard, which was a great film. Um, but he also just, uh, just, just talks about life. And I feel like his words were very powerful in those five minutes, but I would definitely tell our viewers to check that out. Yeah. And he, and he talks yeah, about it cool. in a speech. He's like, I'm not crying because I won this award. I'm crying just for like, everything that I've put into it and everything about like the movie and like the award stuff and just how big it is for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but what were you going to say, EJ? I was going to say like, and for all that, even if you don't listen to the full speech, just listen to this like quote that uh, Denzel told him was probably one of the most powerful quotes that I've heard in a while. So in the highest of moments, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. So like, that's, that's very true. And I like, I feel like that should hit everybody, regardless. I mean, that's a that's a big statement. So just sort of be careful and know that you're gonna be tried during like your biggest moments, just like Will was. Obviously, he said he, he didn't handle it the right way, but hopefully, he can grow from it as a person. Like he said, he already issued his statement out to Chris Rock with this apology. So we'll see how that if that helps even things over. But go yeah, ahead, Lang. Uh, I was just gonna say that he issued his apology. Um said something along the lines of uh like we're celebrities jokes are part of like our lives like and we just have to like be used to it mm-hmm. which is interesting because jada said the same thing back in 2016 or 2018 whenever they boycotted it um she said a similar mm-hmm. thing of from what chris rock said um just saying about how like we're celebrities jokes are part of our lives and we just got to get used to it um one thing i saw on tiktok today um that was kind of interesting um was Jada was an interview and the TikTok was posted six days ago from Jada's official TikTok account just talking about how 
her growing up in like the eighties and nineties about how like the big thing for um black women's hair, trying to base it off of like European hair, like basically like white people hair. Um and how they like, couldn't really do their own style and like how it's hard to get their hair the way like uh fans and like other celeb celebrities wanted them to. Um so eventually she got into her own groove and was like, I don't really care. And at the end of the snippet um, she was like, I have a bald, uh, this isn't exactly a quote, but basically was saying that uh, she has a bald head and doesn't really care what other people say. Um, so that was a little interesting. I know things can be taken differently, like in, like, especially at the Oscars when everyone's watching. Um, it's a little different if, like, one-on-one -on -one someone says something, but when, like, the whole national audience is, like, laughing at a joke about your condition, it can be a little bit too much to handle so i thought that was interesting i don't really have a point for it um but i just want to bring that up i have been seeing some funny memes though yeah definitely and that again as bad as the situation was um we will be laughing at jokes for this whether it's right or wrong for a while um i don't know if you guys have some of the funniest ones that you remember <laughs> But man, um, let me see. There's one that had me crying. There's a lot talking about uh, um, one of the, I think a football player tweeted out talking about how Will Smith is a better man oh. than me. Uh, I sent it in the group chat earlier. Will Smith is yeah. a better man than me because I would never uh, slap another man to the uh, defend another man's uh, wife or girlfriend, whatever it was. I got you right here. Will, yeah, well, read it out. Will better than me. I would never defend someone else's girl like that. Yeah. That's, it's just out of pocket. That was funny. Then there was this one, too. It was like, Chris Rock should have said back to Will, that's why August your least favorite month. That one yep. had me. That one hurt. Well, I <laughs> saw was, one. It was uh, like, funny. wow, Will's going to act that way in March. I wonder how he's going to react in August. I was like, wow. <laughs> um, let me see. I saw, hopefully everybody knows who Mark Phillips and RDC World is. Funny. Uh, so they they put out a clip. They put out their video basically like later that night. Very funny. I highly recommend you guys watching that. Um, but man, a lot of things for me. Just let me see. There was another one. Let's see if I have it in here. Sorry. Uh, I can't find it. Oh, I can't find it, but there's some good ones. Oh, I think it was like all the rappers making the bars. Oh, yeah. About, yeah. Oh, yeah, that will love, and then somebody said that J Cole uh -huh. lyric hit hard. I sent one about a, a Drake lyric, like a fan made a like a fan yeah. fiction Drake lyric talking about it. You said uh, it said Drake already in the booth, like at will. I'll smack smacker man to get my rocks off if I'm feeling jaded. Devil come at at your highest moments, and I feel elated. <laughs> you already know someone's gonna make something about that. Some kind of lyrics are gonna come out. Yeah. Um, but I will say, uh, I will give credit to Chris Rock just like not say anything back because if I think if he would have said something yeah. back, it would have exploded even more um, and yeah. more drama. But what that's all I have to say on that. Back. What if he would have hit him back? If Chris Rock, that would have been bad. We would cut the commercial yeah. and that also awesome. had that black screen mm -hmm. uh, like that. And we would have had a short interruption. The and... footage would have got out there though. Yeah, definitely. Oh, no, because there's already there. so many people in the stands, like just from like regular audience members at like the very, very top. Like I follow this one person yeah. on TikTok. 
um he was like yeah right after that they went to commercial break i went to the bathroom and everyone was just in the bathroom like talking about it and having like their pictures of like their reactions during it and after it so definitely people would have had footage of it from cell phones uh i'm sure the tv people would have had video of it too but yeah what a crazy night crazy night and that was like I don't know, all this stuff seems to happen like right before we start to talk about a podcast. Like we mentioned it, uh, me and Lance were talking earlier. We did our little NFL power rankings uh, right before our before all the big news broke with Tyreek Hill and everything like that. And then Toronto Armstead's like every day we do a podcast, something new mm-hmm. happens and all all our stuff becomes outdated. Well, I thought found I'm funny. more pissed off that. So we we typically record the podcast on Mondays. Um, try to upload it by Friday, at least on Apple. Um, depending on how long my computer wants to take to render the video version, um, upload it on Fridays on YouTube as well. But like, as I'm working on this podcast, I get notifications on my phone that says Tyree Hill has been traded. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, Teron Armstead signs with the Dolphins, and and that's just it hasn't happened like just one time. It's happened both times we recorded the podcast. So now people are going to be like, oh, well, they forgot about this. And we're like, no, like we recorded this days in advance before everything happened. So mm-hmm. I'm just very upset about that. Um, NFL, you need to calm down. Um, let us be the first people to report it. <laughs> we got to get our sources yeah, out yeah, there, we, man. We got to get our sources. We'll figure it out as time goes on. It was something funny. It was at work. We, uh, I was talking to some of my coworkers about the list that we had come up with at, while we were there. One of my friends, he was a, he's a big Dolphins fan. <laughs> and he said, "Man, why you guys have a so low at thirteen or wherever we had him?" And he he tried to he tried to talk me up and like hype, hype his team up. I think he has some insider information because the, the, literally the day after that, they signed Armstead, they got uh, Tyreek Kill and everything like that. I said, hey man, you we doing trade insider secrets like Ridiculous. that? Would you know that I yeah been? <laughs> seriously? Um, I will say this as we go into a little bit of NFL talk before we wrap up here. Um. Uh, why are the New York Jets always popping up as like trade destinations, free agent signings, and they haven't signed anyone? Like I've seen Tyreek Hill. According to rumors, Tyreek Hill was rumored to either go to the Jets or Miami. And then after he got traded to Miami, he was like, oh, nah, I was never going to the Jets. But then now you see like uh, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, and I think one other, Debo yeah, Samuel. Debo Samuel was like rumored to go to the Jets. But they always have like, big names in mind, but they can never sign them or trade for them. So, like, why do they always keep popping up? Uh, well, at least, what, what do you guys think? That's all you, JD. A couple of points. I'll probably say the market. Um, I'm guessing their draft capital is probably not the best, and they probably don't have a lot of pieces that they could possibly move for anybody. And kind of what Tyreek Hill said in his, uh, his interview with the um, – when he got introduced with the Miami Dolphins, man, he was like, it was always Miami. I, the Jets never came up in my mind anyway. But, I mean, that's that's tough to deal with, going to Miami, or do you want to go play up there with the Jets with Zach Wilson and Bob Sala, you know? But, uh, man. it's I don't know. It's weird. It's just because that New York market, like you said. I mean, it's just like how, uh, comparing it to like how NBA was, like, you're you have you're a proud franchise, a historic franchise. You haven't been good or relevant in a while, or whatever. So like that's how I dealt with as the Lakers for a little bit before we got LeBron. Like every free agent, you're always don't give me that look, JD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Those four, I'm saying those four years, those four years while I try to support my team, y'all always gave me crap. Y'all were happy about it, but like, you know, you understand what I'm saying though. Those markets always will attract players, and you'll get those rumors, even though they may never ever go yep. there. They may not be able to listen first. So, place. who, in your guys' opinion, who was the last best Jets player? Last yeah. best? I feel like it should be one answer. You got your answer, JD. Um, like 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 the most recent who would you say is like the best and like this is all to your standards of like what best means so you can even go back and say mark sanchez if you wanted to nobody's saying mark sanchez (laughs) as much as i love him usc usc grad and alum you know love usc that's my that's one of my college schools uh for football but if if you don't say darrell revis you're not watching football okay glad we're all on the same page That's only the right answer. If it, if it yeah. wasn't him, I was probably yeah. going to say maybe Jamal Adams. I don't see I, nah, that glorified Scott, line. I, I don't know who. Uh, shit, I don't, I don't know. Who yeah. It's the Black Skull Burris. Hey man, it's the hey. Hey, respect, respect, LT. That man was a dog when he was there for a couple yeah. years. Yeah. Mike Vick. Hey, wasn't Gino there for a few years too? Hey man, Daryl Cromartie, they had that defense. Yeah, they were tough. Hey, hey, Saints great. Jonathan Vilma got him from the Jets. Did we say Bart Scott? Yeah, we said Bart. Yeah, Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. wait. Uh, What else happened in the NFL? Obviously, uh, this is that, the yeah. Rambling with the Homies podcast, so we don't really have a script because we just ramble. But what were you going to say, EJ? Yeah. I'll say that rumor with Brady potentially trying to make oh, a trade yeah, to the I Dolphins. It's like. Somebody tried to. Rumors of like a Tom Brady Last Dance type documentary. I hope that they really go into detail on why he came back for this season. If there was like stuff at home, because obviously there's a jokes on Twitter where he's like he spent one month at home, got tired of being at home and dealing with his kids and his wife, and then uh, wanted to go back to the league. So I really hope they kind of deep dive into that. Obviously, it's going to be a long documentary with his whole career. Um, so that'll be interesting when that goes on. They already got the man in the arena, a fifth, like a twelve-part documentary on ESPN Plus of every season yeah. he's won. So I, yeah, I don't know what else right. they can make. I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, they'll probably do one for his his last year right now. But yeah, and who who's the documentary you think is gonna be better? You think that uh, obviously we had the last dance with Jordan. Well, you think that LeBron doc's gonna be like when he's finally retiring, it's his thing, and then we have Brady's doc. But those three, which one do you think is going to be the top? I think. Hypothetically. I obviously. think hypothetically LeBron. I think by that. Yeah. I, I would say Brian because by that time he would pass Kareem in all time points, which 
might not be touched again. And if you really look at it, he really doesn't have that many games left to pass him if he averages like 27 to 30 points a game, something like that. Like he could do it next season. I don't think he will do it next season, but um, uh, I mean, it depends on if he sits out games and like rest games and depending on. So I think he really turned it up a notch with because he's like, look, my team's not really that great. I'm just going to go score buckets every night. We're injured. We're injured. Well, exactly. Playing. But like, playing. As, as, he's not going to waste his time and be like, all right, I'm not going to play. Um, because he already wasted a good amount of his season the first year he got to LA because he was hurt. Um, I am curious to see how he comes back from that ankle injury. Is it the same a- ankle he injured earlier in the season? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I can't remember. I think I think it was his left ankle though. I think that's what he's had issues with his uh, left knee, I believe. And because because he think- rolled his right ankle, I think. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Because it rolled in. Yeah, his then that one rolled out. No. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Yeah. It was t- I saw the picture of it. It was touching the ground just like ADs. Not a not but pretty. Either way, I think uh LeBron's documentary will be better just because especially I'm sure they have a ton of film from the three one year. Um I listened to yeah. the Road Tripping podcast with RJ and uh Channing Fry. They talk about that year all the time, and it just sounds like there's so much stuff that they could throw in there that it could be a documentary yeah. by itself. Which it probably will be. Mm-hmm. I I'll say one quick thing before we wrap up, man. Just because you guys brought up with the scoring thing, uh, funny enough, we were for whatever reason we we're looking at this at work. So Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, leading scorer, right? Man, what had one? He had one three-point shot in his career. This makes that even crazier. Crazy. We we're breaking it down. If he took LeBron's all his three point shots away, he would be, I believe it's eighth on the list right now. So he would drop down seven spots or six spots, which is just crazy to take away all his three pointers. Yeah. That, that just shows you, like, as great as LeBron is, and then he will, obviously, staying healthy, he'll pass, he'll take that record from Kareem, shows you how great Kareem yeah. was. <laughs> Ridiculous. Insane. JD, you got anything to say? Good to see the Lakers sucking, man. You know. <laughs> but, hey, man. I love to see the Lakers lose, but I hate to see that LeBron's losing. Because I really want him to get at least one or two more chips before he finally calls it quits. He's good. He's solid. Yeah. Let him, yeah. let him get that scoring. That, uh, that, yeah, definitely. I want to see him to get the scoring yeah. title. Yeah, Ronnie coming to the league, pass him the torch, you know, walk, into the, walk out to yeah, the sunset, yeah. you know. All right. Yeah. Do his movies. Space Jam hey, 3. I'm speaking into existence right now. Lakers going to make it in the playoffs. We're going to win the play-in tournament. We're going to have a healthy AD, Braun, Russ. We're going to knock off Phoenix in the first round, go to the second round, win that. Then we might lose in the Western Conference Finals. You should have stopped at, Still you stopped at healthy AD. Hey. hey, man. He's back here. His first full, full <laughs> practice, or full, uh, full scrimmage today, full practice. So he's good. He's going to be back. Hey, fuck it. I'm saying it right now. The Lakers would go farther than the Celtics in the playoffs this year. I'm saying it. Wow. Timestamps for today's date, March 28th, 1135. That's a, That's a, a hot take right there, EJ. It's not a hot take. I'm a real fan. I know it's going to happen. See, whoever's listening to this podcast, whether it's the video version or uh, Apple podcast, this is what we're talking about when EJ is the most delusional sports fan between the Saints, the Lakers, and... I don't even. We don't really talk about your other sports because we don't really talk about. You're an Indiana Fever fan, right? 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was glad to see my girl go. She, I, mean, I think she was the Chicago yeah, guy. I can't now. really talk about WNBA because I just don't watch a lot. Um, that and I don't think you're you're yeah. too delusional about that. We should go to a Fever game this summer, though. Yeah, we should. That'd be yeah, sick. I've never been. Yes, they're a really fun time. We used to have season tickets back because the they're day. in. Um, I was actually the what's the Pacer Stadium called yeah. or the arena? Well, they just they just re- did they? It. Yeah. What it, did it used to be called? Because it used to Wells be, Fargo. Used to be. It used to be Bankers. Bankers Fieldhouse. Yeah. Fieldhouse. That's what it was. Then it was Conseco Fieldhouse. Uh, because Wells Fargo is 76ers, right? Yes. I think so. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. But just because you brought it up real quick, I was actually at uh I was at the championship game when the Fever won their first finals, which was actually what really was that? cool. Ooh. 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 Tamika Catchings was still playing. Oh wow. So this was um I think high school. This was I don't it was either high school or I don't know if it was high school. Maybe it could have been middle. Like, I really... Because you did a lot of games, I, actually, man. I think it, it might have actually been high school. I think it was high school. I think CJ had been to some games with yeah. me. So, I, I want to say sure, it was high school. I'm pretty sure you guys went to a lot of, uh, a lot of games. Yeah, 2012, the Fever defeated yeah. the Lynx three games to one. Yeah, because we, we were at some of their games because we thought we recorded some of them. Uh, we thought we, were gonna, we almost had some game winners that we had recorded there. But, like... We met going to Fever Games was really fun. We met Skylar Diggins. I forgot about that. We saw Miller. Um, I got to meet my cousin. Uh, her name was Keisha Swanier when she played, so I got to meet her. So that was really cool. But like, they're all really chill too. Yeah. Like, WNBA Bay stars and really players are really really cool. Honestly, I'm saying that from like the handful of experiences that yeah. I had. What other um, WNBA teams do we have around us besides Fever? Is that it? Um. That's the closest one that we could probably attend yeah. easily. I know Minnesota has DC one. Has DC has one. Minnesota has one. Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, I forgot about Chicago. Liberty. Um, Connecticut Sun. So bad, man. Bro, oh my. I'm not going to lie. I feel like the WNBA Loki had the hardest mm-hmm. jerseys. What was that last summer? That summer they released all the new ones. Uh, that The Sabrina one sold out so mm-hmm. quick. And yeah, she's a baller, oh, too. Sabrina. She's killer. Yeah, I was. Um, let me see. The Fever had a nice collab with Stranger Things when they released that was theirs. Sick. I, was I like, remember that. Like, there's there's a lot. I've I need to stop because I have an issue. If I'm a I'm a big Jersey guy, as these you two do know, have an like, issue. I could probably it's bad. I can probably go almost two months wearing a different jersey. Jesus, insane. Which is pretty. I can bad. go like. So I think between my basketball jerseys, my football jerseys, and my soccer jerseys, I could probably go like maybe, maybe at two and a half weeks. I have a lot more soccer jerseys than I do at anything. Ooh, while we're on the subject, what's your most, I'll start with EJ first, what's like your most valuable jersey? Valuable? Or most like rare, like, like, nope. If you walk uh, down the street, nobody's gonna like. Nobody's ever. Seen I have a. I can grab it real quick. It's probably one of my favorite ones that I don't see it often. But it's like that. Uh, that there's one jersey I don't have that I really want, but I'll say that another time. But it's like that that blue and white with the four stars, that Kobe jersey mm-hmm. with the Lakers. That's probably my 
the coolest one that I, I have are. that I don't see a lot of people wear. Um, and then the one I really want that I'm going to try to do everything I can to find an official one. I really want to get that the MLPS, the Minneapolis Lakers, that that powder mm-hmm. blue like Chargers color right now with the powder blue and yellow. I really want one. Those, those are beautiful. So bad. What about you, JD? If I had to say my, I give him so much slack, but I got a uh, St. Vincent, St. Mary uh, LeBron jersey, man. Mm, That's sick. My brother gave it to me, I think, when he went to college, and my brother's had this jersey for years, man. I'm thinking about, I do want to probably get it cleaned up and probably get it framed one day just just to have it, but yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I still have that, uh, that Laker jersey you gave me all those years ago, that Kobe one. That I think your brother used to wear that long one that when that was back to style. Mm. I'm gonna try to do the same thing at that frame. That'd be up. sick. Uh, I would say mine is a uh, Christian Ponder jersey. Jesus Christ! Just kidding. Just kidding. I found that at Ross for like five bucks one day in E Town. Yeah, yeah, they robbed me. I had to pay for a Christian Ponder jersey. They should have just gave it for free. Um, I would say either one I got recently was that the purple Raptors Tracy McGrady jersey. I never really see anyone wear the McGrady one. I always see the Vince Carter one. Um, just because yes. one, a lot of people are casuals, forget that McGrady started in Toronto. And I would say the the other one. So you guys remember like LeBron's early days in Cleveland, like the yeah. um, what was it like the the they weren't like really purple. The yeah, navy the navy one. one. Yeah. Um, yeah, the navy one back in the day. You remember mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, JD? If you, if you, they're classic, they're, they're classic. They're old classic jerseys. Before they got the revamp with all the red and the white, because they don't wear the navy ones like that anymore. I know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, I got that one uh, last summer, and that's what, like one of my favorite ones. It looks like a uh, like this, JD. Ooh, I did. I did like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I love those ones. Those have one, been one of my uh, favorites um, that I've been wanting to get for a while. So I finally pulled the trigger and got one last year. Who knows? Maybe if people like want to see it or whatever, we can go through our jersey collections one yeah, episode. Definitely. I don't know how many people see that. I know that might be for like people who are like the they watching on YouTube, but we could. That could be a topic for Yeah, the definitely. And it won't even really have to be like a podcast episode either. It could just be like yeah. a just a YouTube special. Yeah. If, if anyone can find me a Kwame Brown jersey, I would appreciate it. Want, want a Laker one? I got I'll you, man. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who <laughs> still have it. Yeah. That or Robert Sacre. Sacre. Uh, I'm sure EJ's got that. You put respect <laughs> on Robert Sackler's name, man. What? That was uh, Mitch Kupchak's man. That was his, that was his baby. You got a, a Lakers Ryan Kelly jersey, too? Hey, man, Ryan Kelly was a hooper. And you stop disrespecting my Lakers greats. Xavier, Xavier Henry, he was like yeah. that. That was that hey, dude. I liked him in 2K. He was a good uh, 2K player. Yep. Real life is that. <laughs> hey, the GOAT. Everybody knows who the GOAT is. Alex Caruso. And Jeremy yeah, Lin. Tough jersey. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah, we don't we don't say that. It, it's it's a three goat race. It's Braun it's a four goat race. My bad. Let me put respect. Braun, Kobe, Jordan, and Alex Caruso, man. He's like Interesting. that. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting take. Uh I think with that, 
I'm ready to wrap off the podcast because I'm sick and tired of Laker talk. Um, love LeBron, but sick and tired of the Lakers. Uh, hey man, best brand in the league. 17. Whatever you say. One more, I'm just waiting for the uh, – I need the Celtics to win this year so EJ can shut up. Um, obviously because my Rockets are out. Um, but it's okay. We'll bounce back in three years. <laughs> three years. Three, three years, yeah. Yeah, we got two first-round draft picks this year. Hopefully both of them are lottery picks. Hopefully top five. Who would you want we'll to see? We'll give you. I, I think I talked about this to you guys earlier. I don't remember if I mentioned in a podcast or not, but I don't want Chet. I don't think I don't yeah. think he's gonna pan out. I think he's gonna be like another bull bull. Um, no disrespect to bull bull. I just think they're too skinny. Um, he reminds me I, of Porzingis. He does. Yeah. He's got good footwork. Like you see him like play at Gonzaga. He's got really good footwork, can do a lot of good stuff, but at the same time, like I want to hate Gonzaga. And we can talk about this another day. I think they're very overrated every year. And two, they play in a terrible conference. So you don't really get to see him like match up very well. Um but even year. during the tournament, he had a really good tournament run. Um They lost the same year this year, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, see. And they're in their conference, so mm-hmm. um, one, I think their coach needs to get more criticism. Uh, I know John Calipari gets a lot of criticism for obvious good reasons, but I think there's a lot of other coaches that need a, the same criticism, if not more. Um, but what were we talking about? Oh, who I want for the Rockets? Oh. I mean, obviously, if it falls our way, I want Jabari. Um, Jabari first. Parker? Yeah, Jabari Parker, yes. Forget that guy. Uh, Jabari and then if we can't get Jabari, I want uh, Paolo. I think he's going to be really good for us. Other than that, i got to dive back down and see who else I want. We need a big man, so. I want Drew Timmy to go to the Celtics. Hey, you can have Christian Wood. We're trying to trade him. We'll give you a rest for him. Jesus. I mean, we, we tried. I think we tried trading for Russ, but you guys want to throw in a first-round draft pick, so. Not, we John Wall is not worth the first round draft. I would have taken John Wall. You're drunk. I want John Wall to play right now, but they won't play him. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see. We have that'll be this will be a discussion for another yeah, day. We're already getting um, a little bit too long. <laughs> and all I'm going to say how to end this up because we started with uh, we started with some of like the women's college basketball NCAA tournament. Louisville close it out. So Final Four is going to be really good this year. We got Louisville, South Carolina on one side, and UConn, Stanford on the when other. When they play next so this way, weekend, I believe so. So every all the one seeds made it except uh, NC State yeah. and UConn. Arguably, would have been a one seed if Paige hadn't got hurt. So should be a really exciting, exciting uh, weekend of games. So hopefully, everybody tunes in for those those games to see what it's all UConn about. Louisville. You got UConn, yeah. Louisville. I think Louisville takes it all the way. I, I, I want us to. That, that's, that's, I want us to, but that South Carolina matchup is going to be tough. It's going to be a tough game. So hopefully it comes yeah. Um Comment down below if you're watching the YouTube video. Uh, who do you think is going to win the Final Four? Um, are you Team Will or Team Chris? And comment if you guys have any questions for us. Um, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcast. Hopefully we get us up on Spotify here soon. Um, check us out in the description. I put our social medias in the other past videos. Um, so give us a follow, tweet at us, tell us your hot sports take. You can tweet at me, I tweet back. I don't know about JD and EJ. 
But uh, <laughs> I'll yeah, respond. Yeah. I'll I, I'm sure JD will. He might come back with a slight comment if you give him something back. Um, yeah. but thanks for watching. Um, like I said, we'll try to upload weekly on Fridays. Um, maybe if our podcast gets too long, we can split it up and upload two episodes per week. But until then, thanks for watching this rambling with the homies episode three. Come back next week for episode four. Deuces. See you guys.